0: Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to be talking about high fiber white breads versus wholemeal and whole grain breads. What is a better choice? Should you even be eating bread? I'll get stuck into all the bready details now. Welcome back to the Daily Dollop Podcast, everybody. How are we all today? Are we ready to talk about bread? I'm excited about this episode, it's controversial. There's a lot of bread haters out in the world. And so I'm excited to discuss bread and actually get a little bit down and dirty with the bread talk. So I'm Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. And fun fact is that I've been food shamed about eating bread. One time I was at a gym just exercising, just minding my own business actually, I was in a class and before the class started, the trainer was asking people what they had for breakfast. And I answered peanut butter toast and a coffee. And in front of everyone, he looks at me and he's like, did you eat bread? And I was like, shocked for one thing that he (laughs) food shamed me. But I, in that moment, actually had the, the balls to say back to him, are you food shaming me? And he was like, oh, I was like, oh, it was rye bread. But I thought, you know what? I don't even have to justify the type of bread that I'm eating. Nobody needs or deserves to be food shamed. Everybody has their own choices. We're all grown adults. We can eat whatever we want. Anyway, it just has been a controversial topic around um, for a pretty long time now that bread is something that you should stop eating, particularly if you want to lose weight. You know, that the carbohydrates and the gluten in bread. terrible. So the bread's just all around evil food, you know, so much so that there's a, a dietitian here in Canberra that I follow, Georgia, and she had on her Instagram story, a beautiful salad sandwich on white bread with the little caption, white bread is not the devil. And I was like, you know what? It's weird that we even have to say that these days, but it's just a thing. There's a lot of angst around bread, but that brings me to today's episode which is actually another Ask Me Anything session where I answer a listener's question on the show. So if you've got a burning nutrition question you'd like answered on The Daily Dollop, then all you have to do is record an audio message to me via Facebook on Instagram. Simply find my Facebook page, Kate Freeman Nutritionist, or my Instagram at KF Nutrition, and send me a DM. So all you have to do is private message me, tap the microphone at the bottom, and ask away. So let's get on to today's question. Hey Kate, it's Mark. Interested in your thoughts on fibre enriched or high fibre white bread and bread products versus wholemeal bread products Uh, picked up some wraps the other day specifically to look at this and just do a quick comparison and notice that a white bread fiber enriched wrap had five and a half grams of fiber in it and the wholemeal equivalent same brand same serving size had 2.8 grams of fiber in it Um, just wondering if um, a fibre-enriched product um, versus a wholemeal product, which I assume is a more natural form of fibre, is comparing apples and apples, or, or if uh, you know uh, there is a significant difference sort of between the two, and if wholemeal is would still be preferred. Fabulous question mark. Absolutely love it. And it sent me down a rabbit hole of learning about starch granules and how they gelatinize during cooking. And then all the different ways resistant starch occurs with cell walls and the cooking of cooling and starch and whoa, so much nerding out, but let's not get sidetracked. On to answering the question. So write high fiber white bread, so or enriched white breads versus wholemeal bread. What's a better choice? And as Mark pointed out, yeah, why does the high fiber white wrap have more fiber than the whole meal wrap? And yeah, is the, the, the whole meal fiber a better choice, etc. Fabulous question. And it's also a question that really highlights the complexity of our food supply now. And so, you know, if you're feeling confused about nutrition every now and then, it is okay, right? There is so many different products on the market today and you know, it, it is really confusing. We, we live in an extremely complex food supply, so definitely know that. So what I want to do first to answer this question is actually just give a bit of context because I always have felt that nutrition needs context so that we really understand And that I'm giving the best answer possible. So, firstly, let's look into the types of bread. Now, to do that, I've actually referenced a piece by The Conversation, which is written by a university nutrition professional. I've linked to the article in the show notes. It's a really great read, rather than me hashing that out. I'm just going to quickly go through it with you today. So, we've got a number of different types of breads on the market today. I'm going to give you a summary of the main ones. So, white bread is made from wheat that has had the germ and the bran removed, thereby reducing fiber, B group vitamins, vitamin E and minerals such as iron, zinc, magnesium and phosphorus. So we're just really concentrating what's called the endosperm, which is the starchy part of the grain. And we're milling that down to white flour and we make white bread. Wholemeal bread is made from whole grains but they've also been milled to a fine texture giving a plain brown appearance. Wholemeal flour does contain more fibre than white flour and as such it also contains more vitamins and minerals than white bread. Its GI is actually slightly higher than whole grain breads which I'll get to in a second Um, but it's a little bit lower than white bread. Um, And GI just means glycemic index. So it's the effect that the starch or the carbohydrate load as well as type has on your blood sugar levels after you eat it. So the lower the glycemic index, generally the better. Then we've got multigrain bread. So multigrain bread is bread which is made from white flour, but they've added grains in. And so by nature of these grains whole grains being added in, they do tend to have more fiber and a lower GI than white bread, but obviously not quite as good as a a general whole grain bread. Now, the thing with multigrain bread is we now, although we've got increased fiber and a lower GI, we now have a textural issue that a lot of people who love white bread don't like about wholemeal or multigrain bread. So we've got, you know, we can taste and see and feel the whole grains in multigrain bread. So then we have whole grain bread. So whole grain bread contains the entire grain. So the bran, the endosperm and the germ. So the bran's the outer layer. Like I said before, the endosperm is the starchy middle layer and the germ is the nutrient rich inner part. So it's a rich source of carbohydrates, protein, fats, vitamins, minerals. um, And it has the different types of fibre as well, soluble, insoluble and resistant starch. Whole grain bread has a dense wholemeal flour base, as well as lots of grains and seeds. So you want to look for whole grain in the ingredients list. Um, Soy and linseed bread is one type of these whole grain breads. And there are others on the market like Helga's wholemeal grain, um, Bergen wholemeal, whole grain and oats, um, tip top nine grain wholemeal. So we're looking at like a wholemeal flour with lots of grains um, and seeds added to it as well. Then we've got rye breads, which have a different type of flour. So we've got rye flour in added with the our wheat flour and whole grain rye flour actually has a slightly higher um, fibre content. Um, so that's, you know, it's a great way of um, boosting the fibre there. So you've got like the Bergen rye bread and things like that. Sourdough. Sourdough is a bit different because it's using a different kind of starter culture rather than yeast um, and so obviously it's fiber and vitamin and mineral content depends on the type of flour that we use. So we're, few, we're just using plain white flour sourdough. It's missing all of the fiber and vitamin and minerals. If it's a wholemeal sourdough, same deal as a wholemeal bread. Um, and if it's a grainy sourdough, obviously same deal as the whole grain bread. Then we've got our high fiber white bread. So high fiber white breads are white breads rare breads that have fibre added to them. And this actually can make them a better choice and research has shown that it does decrease the glycemic index and the glycemic load. But how do they actually do this? So that is through something called resistant starch. So let me take you on a little story of how we came to have high fibre white breads. So despite the variety in breads that I've just communicated to you and that you see whenever you hit the supermarkets, white bread contributes the highest portion of carbohydrate to daily dietary intakes. Now this is Europe data. I ran out of time to find Australian data. So if there's any nutritionists or dietitians or researchers out there who have this data and can send it to me, please do. But I'd say our consumption data is pretty similar in that, you know, white bread is still the first choice for most consumers. And that even though research clearly shows a dose response relationship of whole grains with reduced risk of chronic disease, so that means the more whole grains you eat, the less your risk of chronic disease, people are still choosing white bread first and not whole grain breads. And this is mainly to do with the sensory attributes. So it just tastes better, feels better, things like that. So this has led to a lot of um, change in the manufacturing of bread and basically the incorporation of fiber into bread whilst maintaining the palatability and texture and enjoyment that many people get from white bread. And so, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it is important to note that white bread is not the devil, right? Um, Georgia is correct. It's not the devil. It is just it's just bread. It does lack the nutritional components of the whole grain fraction, and it does have a high amount of rapidly digestible starch. So rather than being like, it's good and bad and evil and terrible, et cetera, this is just the facts of it, right? Yes, it's less nutritious and it has a high amount of what we call rapidly digestible starch. So starch is a carbohydrate. We've got three sort of key groups of carbohydrates, which is sugar, starch, and fiber. Starch being the main component of, by which we consume carbohydrate and it's found in lots of foods, sweet potato, you know, lentils, chickpeas, regular potato, rice and oats and corn and barley, right? And so this starch is broken down to glucose by your digestive system and then absorbed. So what happens with starch gelatinization, which happens in bread making and actually makes the starch rapidly digestible, is that just high temps and water of the dough um, in cooking means that the starch is gelatinized, 100% of it is, which just makes it very, very easy for our digestive enzymes to get to that bread, break it up into the glucose and be absorbed. And so it's quickly digested and absorbed, which if you have a huge portion of it all on its own, can flood your blood um, levels with glucose all in one hit. And so when we are eating more of a whole grain or a whole food where we've got the presence of fiber or we're eating this food with other foods, vegetables or protein-rich foods or fat-rich foods, is that digestion slows down. But then we also have a number of sort of barriers and things in place that stop our digestive enzymes from breaking down the starch so quickly. They might be cell walls in the whole grain. It might be the fats and proteins just getting in the way and it just is taking a bit longer for your stomach to churn everything all up. Or it might be what's called resistant starch. And so what has happened is that because consumers prefer white bread, rather than enriching it with fiber and grains, like we did with wholemeal and multigrain breads and whole grain breads, is we've now got white breads enriched with resistant starch, So resistant starch, and if you think about, remember, I talked about carbohydrates in the three main types. You've got sugar, starch, and fiber. Well, it's kind of like it is a starch that acts like a fiber, just to confuse things a little bit. And that's the beauty of nutrition. But resistant starch by definition is defined as the starch portion that escapes digestion by human enzymes in the upper part of the gastrointestinal tract which then enters the large intestine where it can be fully or partially fermented by the gut bacteria. And so the main health outcomes of this resistant starch consumption are mainly based on the modulation of the glycemic response, so what that food does to your blood sugar levels, then body weight control and bowel health. So back to Mark's wraps, which show different amounts of fiber because basically the white wrap just simply had more resistant starch added. And because it escapes digestion and acts like a fiber, it gets included in the fiber part of the nutrition information panel. And so there was just simply more resistant starch added, bumping up that fiber content compared to what naturally occurred in the wholemeal wrap from the fiber in that flour. And look, if you look at all the different products out there, you will see varying amounts of fiber on all those products, depending on what ingredients are on the the list of that product. So, you might be thinking, oh, Kate, but I would never eat white bread. Well, it's funny you should say that. Another study conducted in Australia showed that compared with non-white bread eaters, that white bread eaters were younger, less educated, more likely to have children and to be smokers they were less likely to follow vegetarian, low-fat or special diets or use alternative therapies. This is a super interesting study as well. Um, And so this is me super overgeneralizing, okay, so don't hate me. But so not eating white bread is a wellness thing, right? You do it because you believe that other breads are superior. And you are correct from the perspective of, you know, whole grain breads. They have more generally more fibre and then more nutrition. So the the nutritious part of the grain has been included, which is not necessarily in white bread that's had resistant starch added. And this resistant starch is basically from other food products. Sometimes it's maize, sometimes it's from oats, um, things like that, and they're adding it to the bread. So the big question, should you eat bread? If you want to, a hundred percent. Yes, you can. A whole grain high fiber bread option is is more nutritious um, and as eaten, you know, it needs to be eaten as part of a whole diet. So, you know, eating bread is just one part of healthy eating. Um, you know, a diet rich in whole foods, lots of veggies, fruit, nuts, seeds, legumes, meat, seafood, dairy, right? You Do you want to build your whole diet out of bread? Absolutely not. But if you eat bread regularly, a high fiber option is best. If you like bread, white bread enjoy it occasionally like all foods and not just bread enjoy it mindfully with an appropriate portion it can absolutely be part of a weight loss plan particularly if you're getting individualized advice as part of an ongoing strategy for developing healthy eating habits and losing weight so definitely talk to me or my team about that but otherwise no food shaming or guilt around bread it is just one type of food just eat it and move on After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan a list of good and bad foods or expects you to change everything all at once life's too short to live with food stress to become a habit builder and not a crash dieter join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au thank you so much for checking out the daily dollop Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.